Jason Kenny here and I can be reached at jasonkenny.ie or m4unutrition.com. If you're looking for any online nutrition plans, diets, training tips, health related tips, or any decent recipes for some healthy cooking, that's the place to go. Also keep an eye out for some of my new blog posts and up to date videos. It's a great online resource and has some awesome plans with some really, really incredible results. So looking forward to kicking it off, so here we go. So we're here with Trish, we're going to be um, doing a small bit of an interview today. Uh, we're at South Liberties GA uh, Club, uh, so she's just after finishing a, a workout session. So Trish, thanks for uh, coming on board and doing the uh, podcast with me this week. I really Very appreciate much. it. Um, yeah, I suppose the first question really I have for you is, what's the reason why or why or when did you get into fitness and health? I suppose years ago, my dad would have been a big influence. He took us to hurling matches and race meets and I ran with Emerald for a couple of years and I played camogie with Abby Sarsfields and then I suppose took a break from it all when I had my first daughter at 19 so I didn't do much until she was about one got back into a bit of running and then really I suppose just did a lot of coaching and camogie but I didn't do much training myself decided then when the kids were reared go back to college met back up with yourself after 15 years <laughs> and I suppose you were a big influence because you were doing a boot camp and I joined that brought a lot of people along we had great fun saw yeah. great results got great ideas from it I was robbed like, all my ideas I robbed all your ideas <laughs> I will absolutely admit that and told me <laughs> and absolutely and still using them um, then I suppose I was in college at the time so I did my work experience some of it with you um then decided we have a gym here it was kind of an empty room i said look i might as well just kit that room out as best i can limited resources but we started off with six kettlebells six mats a couple of old machines that we stole and (laughs) um kind of built it up from there so we're six years down the road now it's amazing so it's because i remember meeting you we've done the walk from dublin to limerick yes yeah first time seeing you yeah it was amazing yeah i'll never forget that walk (laughs) that was tough it and was he, very tough yeah. we just clapped uh, yeah, yeah. and drank beer and said well done <laughs> but it was my first time and, and then seen you, you know, in years yeah, 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 amazing, yeah. yeah. so how do you find fitting all this in then with you know being a mom and a wife and you know and trying to organise the house the kids and so on and I suppose the kids are older now so it's easy they're 14, 15, 16, 25 do you know what I mean they're, they can kind of do most things by themselves Mike is great he's around I suppose from half five on in the evenings I, I purposely do this part time I do morning classes I'm off in the afternoon I do evening classes but my own training is not a chore anymore like obviously when you start off on any fitness regime you're like oh Jesus I have to go to the gym but now it's like how many sessions can I get in and when right. do I get them in it's just part of the day it's not an issue it's not a thing yeah. it's just done yeah, you know, and you find that um, you've started to kind of couple that now with kind of looking into diet, nutrition, and did you well, start? I did to... nutritional therapy in UL like ten years ago, and I think you can't really do one without the other. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You you cannot be a fitness instructor without a nutritional background, and you can't give nutritional advice if you're not telling people to move. Yeah. You have to move. Yeah, absolutely. You I agree. Know? Yeah, I, I I and I suppose. Looking at then from the, the female aspect of being a, a kind of a personal trainer in, in the, the fitness world, how, how would you find from ladies now looking to start off or get involved in it, how would you f- feel that there's, you know, there's a gap there or there's, you know, is, do you feel that there's a niche in the market for that? I think as the years have gone on, I've changed my opinion completely. First of all, everyone should move. Now, whether that's 
rebounding, step aerobics, coming to my classes, doing, doing weights, walking. It doesn't matter what it is, you need to move. Um, swimming is fine, as long as your body is moving. And, but vary it as well. Mm. You know what I mean? Don't stick to the one thing. But I think men and women, this business of, oh, it's, that's for men, that's for women, that's not a thing. Men come into me and say, oh, I hate weights, can you do me a cardio session? Women come into me and say, I hate cardio, can you do me up a weight session? So it's individualized. Yeah. And also years ago, I found that I wanted it more for clients than they wanted it. So I was living and dreaming what I thought they needed and what, th- what I thought they should have and what I thought they should need and want. I hear you. That yeah. stopped now. If people, I now know people need to want it for themselves. So when they come and they're all enthusiastic, you know, oh, I'm definitely going to sign up and I'm going to stay and I'm going to do a full year. I go, no problem. Whereas years ago, I would have been this fantastic. In six months, you're going to do this and we're going to do that. And I would have been, I'm still enthusiastic, encouraging and hopeful that people will stay on a, on a path. But I'm not so unbelievably invested in people like I used to be. Yeah. I'm always there for them. I'm always encouraging. I'm always, you know, available to talk to. And I understand relapses and people falling off the wagon and all that. I understand all of that, people coming and going. But I don't get so disappointed anymore. Yeah. On other people's journey. It's their journey. Yeah, yeah. I know the benefits of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, no, I totally understand that. I mean, I, at the start when I was doing it as well, it was like, why aren't they doing it? Why, why are they not? Uh, why aren't they loving it? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, you know. And I remember my uh, my wife said to me that you know, not everyone's like you. Yeah, stop. I know. <laughs> You're gonna lose people. Stop judging. And, and you do, and you do, you do lose people very quickly. Because I'm fine it. about that now. Though. Yeah, no, I meet, totally. Yeah, I meet no, them yeah, in Duns yeah. now. And but that's, I think, is your you know, kind of your your starting off point, isn't it? You're it kind is. Of, you know. Oh no, you're so excited. Everyone has to be excited. Every, yeah, <laughs> everyone has to love it as much as I love it. Can I ask you how do you manage uh, stress? How do you deal with stress on a on a daily basis? Like, it's one of those things that have come up quite a bit in in conversations over the last couple of weeks with myself. Um, and also you see it throughout the years with clients and things like that stress it seems to become a major uh, I suppose people have identified it now even though it's been in the industry for many many years uh, physical emotional mental whatever it is but people have now started to come to me and say oh I've been told that I'm stressed and this is what the problem is mm. so have you put things in place for yourself personally um, for my own it would be very hard now to get me stressed um, <laughs> Like I, I wouldn't stress about the only thing I would stress about would be we like my food, the kids' food, our health. That's a big thing. That that's like my stress. I wouldn't worry about money. I don't have much of it, but mm. I wouldn't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so external issues you learn, I suppose as well. Look, I'm forty four in May. You learn as you get older. You can't take on everyone else's world and fix it. And what, what's yeah. a typical morning for you now? Would you do something to kind of ground yourself? Would you do something, you know, you get up in the morning, would you, you know, right, I have a certain ritual and you follow that plan, and that's Trisha's plan. No, I have a beautiful ritual now in the morning because my kids are older. <laughs> Mike brings me coffee and I get out of bed and bring them to school. Fantastic. <laughs> that's it. It's well, simple. I suppose what I'm getting at really is I, I, I do it myself. I, I suppose I'm not in that situation yet, but... I've always kind of had um, a little ritual. I get up and I kind of, you know, I ground myself. I suppose I, I'm kind of grateful for where I am and I'm alive, I suppose, mm. that kind of thing, you know. I look forward to every day. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I look forward to every day. I love coming down here. We do yeah. a morning session. I do my own training, meet the girls for coffee. Nice. Then I go to the urban co-op, get my food for the day, do a big dinner for everyone. 
come back down in the evening and my life is actually very simple yeah it's about good food good friends yeah good training so it's a lifestyle really isn't it and i mean oh, it's I, totally i think that's yeah. key really here yeah. isn't it it's not a decision i have to make every morning i'm going to go training today i'm going to eat well today that's not a decision that's just mm. my that's a thing yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. so if you have to tell yourself oh i have to eat good now today after you're forcing yourself to eat you're forcing yourself to train oh. You're not in the right mindset yet. Mm. But maybe if you kept at it, so I explain to people, if you keep going at this good food, good training, you will feel better. Because if I'm like having a shit day and I feel just a shit day for me now is if I don't feel happy. Mm. I come down, I do an hour, I genuinely feel better. Mm. And even better than that is hiking. I hike at the weekends. Within 20 minutes of a hike, my, my, my whole outlook is different. Yeah. It's those endorphins, isn't it? Yeah. So that's kind of, uh, I suppose, your own little therapy, your own coping, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So that's, that's I suppose, that's really what I'm getting at. I mean, I find that sometimes I take myself away from my typical gym sessions to do something completely different, like walking, like you just yeah. said. Yeah, hiking is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It is, yeah. It's the air and the people we bring along and... And anyone can do it. We bring the dogs, the kids and all the food. Yeah, and, and I think the thing is with, with that as well is that most people can say they can go walking. Anyone will say, yeah, okay, let's go for a walk. Yeah, trying to get someone in a gym and go. Yeah, <laughs> let's do something in the gym. They have a, lot of, a little bit of resistance. I do find people are intimidated by the idea of gym, but what we have here in Liberties is it's a community. Everyone knows everyone, so they come along. They become friends. We like we do coffee mornings now together. We do hikes together. We do like people come along and they give talks and stuff. And um, like, did you do a cooking demo? I think at one point uh, over in the other gym, I did and we brought yeah. 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 So we, we, we end up ha having a group of people doing a lot of different things and it's great and it's not an intimidating gym. Mm. You know what I mean? We have people of all ages, all sizes, all fitness levels and I suppose that's the classes I do. They're, they're more kind of like circuit training so you can go at your own pace at every station. Pick the weight that suits you. You know, and it's not primarily powerlifting it's not primarily cardio it's a mix of everything so it yeah. does suit everybody yeah course, you know yeah. and you know. there's a nice mix in your group as well there of is. men and women isn't yeah there, there is yeah, yeah. which yeah. is great young oh, and old as well and what i find amazing and, I, and I'm, I'm i'm so happy to see because many many years ago when i started out it wouldn't have been the case guys would only go to guys girls would only go to girls yeah you might get a girl in one of the guys classes all right but you certainly never see a guy in a girl's class no and no. that has so changed hasn't it it has i suppose men will come down you know, and they they just give it welly for the hour. They don't really talk as much. They don't like the talking. You know what I mean? Whereas the women, you have to hush them up a little bit. But the classes, because I suppose they're so suited to everybody, the men that we have, they're coming for four or five years now, I suppose, and they, they've stuck with it. It's like with gym membership. Like, that's fine if, it, if you have self-motivation. But a lot of people, they pay their 400 euros for the gym. They go three times. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? It happens you know? quite a lot in January, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I spoke about that quite a bit um, the last time we were, we were talking. Um, uh, it, it's one of those things that people get these ideas, they go and they set a goal in January and they don't actually follow through on it at all, which is it's kind of sad. It's great for the gyms, of course. Fantastic. <laughs> it's, gyms. You know, yeah. it's handy. People will make a few quid on it, but look, at the Plus end of the day... Plus, it's nice to come and have someone tell you what to do for the hour. A lot of people will go to a gym, look around and say, I don't know what that machine does or what mm. part of my body is meant to be on it. So they just walk past it and then they end up noodling for an hour getting no benefits. Whereas you come down, switch off, I tell you what to do for an hour and you're out the door. And like, you know, another thing is, I suppose, it's what I've admired about you as well and I think it's really important and it's, it's a very good quality of any trainer is you're not, um, 
you know, you'll, you'll hop into another class. You'll, you'll go to somebody else's classes. You'll do your own training. You know, you don't necessarily want, oh, it's my way or the highway. Oh, no. I send people to other trainers. Mm. I say, look, you'd be brilliant at powerlifting. Go into a city gym or mm. go to this guy or go go and do, you'd love this. Go over to this gym, the fabulous class. Oh, I'd send people anywhere. Yeah. And variety is fantastic. Like, people think I, they're, 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 they're upsetting me if they go elsewhere. They're not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I would come to my classes because I know I've done them first. I know they're good. I know what they feel like. But I would also, um, I, I go to other people's classes just for variety, mm. just for a change of scenery. I've no problem with that. Do you know? I, I find that a lot of uh, girls are resistant with, with, I suppose, coming into the gym initially, um, starting exercise training programs. I get this the whole time. Oh, I'm gonna, I don't want to put on muscle now. I want to you know, just lose a bit of weight. Yeah, no. uh, what advice would you offer them? I mean, you're probably, I know you're shaking your head going, no, because <laughs> it just doesn't happen like that. But what, from your point of view, uh, what would you, I what do, advice would I you do give I do have women saying, oh, I don't want to lift heavy now because I don't want to gain muscle. Like, but I need to lose weight. The more muscle you have, the more, the more efficient your body is at burning calories. You're, we don't have testosterone. We're not all going to end up looking like you. It's not going to happen. That's a compliment. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not going to happen to women. You know, and we're not lifting excessive weights here. And it's, again, it's individual. But you have to push yourself. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just on that point, pushing yourself. Um, I know you and how you train and you just put your head down, boom, you're in, full on. But you'll have somebody else at the other end of the class who doesn't. Like, what's the, what's the point that you decided, I'm going to push myself? At what point? I gained four stone on each pregnancy. So I have empathy for women that don't like themselves, that are four stone overweight, that can't move. I was immobile. I was uncomfortable. I was out of breath doing the littlest of things. So I know where they're at. So I can actually talk to them and say that. Say, I was four stone overweight. Mm. Four times. Mm. So I know exactly <laughs> how you feel. I know exactly what you feel about your body. But I'm not saying, look at me, I'm the perfect woman. That's not what I'm saying. But mm. I'm saying, look at me. If I can do it, and all I'm doing is what's on that board... So I'm, you're going to be doing what I've done. You do it for four years, you know what I mean? And that four stone will go. It's not going to go in four weeks or four months. Mm. I'm training consistently for years yeah, on yeah, end, yeah. you know? So, and it is, it is beca- because it's a journey. I don't say, okay, I trained for another year, then I'll have the perfect body. No, no, this is a lifetime. Yeah. I intend training when I'm 78. And I think that is the key point, really, you know, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, you take it on as part of your it's life. Just, it's like it's 4% of the day is an hour. Mm. You know, just do it. Yeah. And people say, oh, I, I don't have an hour. Really? Yeah, yeah. You do. I saw you in the coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. You know, you do have an hour. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've done this even recently, broke down literally the 24-hour clock for clients and stuff Everyone like has an hour. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't even take an hour to get a but, session in. But it's not about the love of exercise. It's the love of yourself. If you love yourself, you're going to eat well, you're going to train. Hmm. Training doesn't mean going to the gym. Training just means even going for a walk. But you yeah. have to... It's a mental thing. And I love that you said there, it's about loving yourself. And, and again, it's not about being cocky, arrogant, or egotistical. No. It's not that. It's about... Did you you, you respect your you body. Respect, yeah. If you, you respect, respect your body, you're not going to abuse yeah. it. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's it, And I think that's really important because it means that then you're around for your children, you're around absolutely. for family. Like, you're going to be the best you you can be. Yeah. Because you've looked after you. You would and, hope so anyway. And, and the problem is with diets as well is that people have a tendency to start them and stop them. I have a lot of starvers, I call them. Oh, I haven't eaten now in three months. You know, how did that go for you? Well, I'm very faint now after 20 jumping jacks. Really? That would be the three grapes you've eaten all day. Yeah. 
you can't starve yourself you know yeah. it is about a balance my favorite thing is eat like a grandmother ate yeah. if we all did that none of us would have the issues that the yeah. modern society have yeah. you know in in terms of your food and variety do you would you be more leaning towards the, the vegan, uh, vegetarian, or would you be kind of a mix between the... I've, the I stopped eating meat in January um, for okay. ethical reasons. I love meat. It's beautiful. It's the nicest thing ever. But I, I just... I will eat meat from Rigney's Farm because it's organic, free-range. Nice. I can't, I, I'm, I'm having trouble now with the cheap, mass-produced meat. Okay. I think it's, it's not healthy. It's full of antibiotics, hormones. I just can't eat it anymore. I don't bash people that eat meat, everyone to their own. My mm. own diet, though, um, would be high in protein, high in fat, uh, loads of water, a couple of cups of coffee a day. Um, I try and stay away from white food, white rice, white pasta, white bread. Okay. Other than that, I like my beer, I like my wine. Mm. If there's a slice of pizza in front of me, I'll eat it. Nice. But I don't eat sugar, that's my so thing. So there's a nice balance in your Oh life. yeah, listen, I mean, I could go completely, you know, 100% sure. on the food and, yeah. you know. Now, there is a, a direct correlation. If I eat bad food, I feel bad. Okay. I don't sleep that night, mm. my head is racing, I, I have you. a pain in my stomach, mm. I literally can't eat it. Yeah, yeah. Now, thank God I don't have a sweet tooth. That's thanks to my mother. My treat was a hazelnut yogurt on a Friday <laughs> when I was growing up. You know, so we never developed a sweet tooth. So I don't yeah. have one. Yeah. I hate sugar. I think that's the nemesis of the world is sure, sugar. Sure. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. You know, that's my one thing that I do not eat. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, I, I hear you. Yeah. I, I would certainly have a sweet tooth. And I, I suppose, mm. yeah, it, it does stem from somewhere. Very interesting conversations have been, have been had on the radio this morning. I was listening about um, weighing children in school and, and the, you know, should they be weighed? And, and I suppose the argument was, well, if you start weighing them, then they might start going out comparing themselves to each yeah. other. You know, there's a bit of a fine line, but they're trying to do as much as they possibly can in terms of stamp out obesity in children. Because yeah. there's one in four children now who are obese. In you Ireland. see, I I don't blame the the obese children. It's not to me. It's not their fault. I'm just going to say it straight. That's that's your mother and father's fault. Okay, exactly. They're yeah. not in Tesco buying the food. They're not at the cooker cooking it. Yes. You're being given it by your parents. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. any child up to twelve or whatever that's obese, like that's not their fault. And then after that, obviously, they can start doing things for themselves. But still, if they're in an environment where it's all fast food, it's all sugar, it's all white products, that's all they know as children. So they'll just keep that going as adults. Yeah. Do you know? So it's a bit of a cycle. No, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I think that was one of the points I had made to uh, one of the, the lads I was with a client this morning. We were just chatting in general about it. And I had made that point as well. That it, it, it starts from top and works its way down. So yeah. I mean, you need to educate the parents, educate the teachers, mm. because I know... Nobody can schools. claim ignorance anymore, though. Nobody can say, oh, I didn't know this was bad for you. I didn't know deep fried stuff was bad for you. We, everyone knows the information now. It's about, like, don't be lazy. You know, everyone can cook a dinner. Yeah, it's true. Do you know, mm. like, I don't buy this. I don't have time to cook. I don't buy it. It's though, isn't it? It's, isn't it takes like 20 minutes to chop mm. up a load of veg and yeah. put it in, in a casserole dish. Mm. You know, it's 20 minutes of your day. Yeah. yeah. You know, so... Yeah, it's, I, I just, I have come across it on quite many, many, many occasions and it's all down to convenience. They want something quick, easy, and want something and quick. It's not lack yeah. of knowledge. It's just laziness mm. on the most part. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So I've developed an intolerance for people's excuses, actually. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I suppose if from like a, a parent yourself, what kind of foods would you be putting in the lunch boxes for your kids? And I suppose 
they always take, let's say, a roll, some fruit, some water. That's their main thing. And I suppose for me, it's breakfast. I go back to the way my mother reared us. It's breakfast, dinner, tea. Eggs and porridge are a big thing in our house. Cereals are, are called cereal killers. We, we, I, I can't mm. avoid cereals. Yes. So we avoid them. Very good. Um, their lunch is your basic lunch. They do have a sandwich, fruit, water. They come home. They always have, I call a mammy dinner every day. Yeah. It's potatoes, meat, veg. It's curry, rice. It's, you know... Spaghetti okay. bolognese. I'm sure. not. We're not cooking extravagant. We're not talking about extravagant meals here. Mm. I'm not talking about getting out a book and having 79 ingredients. Sure. It's just potatoes, meat, like veg. Like we do at home. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. keep it simple. Keep it basic. Keep it healthy. Keep it organic. Would you, you know? include them in making the foods? Would you show them? They love cooking. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, okay. they do. They love cooking. Yeah. And yeah. we do some on Sundays. Sometimes we do. One of them does a starter. One does a main course. One does dessert. And they actually love that because they're nice. involved. Nice. You know, now like Alex is vegetarian, Nisha will eat mostly everything. Sean is quite fussy, you know, always had been, but he loves his traditional dinners. Nice. So we've a bit of a mix in our house, but they're good to eat, they're yeah. healthy. Yeah. You know, they I know think a lot about food as well. Great they, life skill, isn't it? They, yeah, they're very interested in food. They're sick of my lectures, though, about sugar. They can't, sure. you know, listen yeah. to it anymore. I suppose there's a fine line as well about uh, taking things or restricting things from them. Yeah, um, I'm easier on careful. them now that they're older. Like, yeah. if I see them eating chocolate now, I don't freak out. When mm. they were babies, I would freak out. Yeah, do you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I know, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Um, in terms of injury, I know you've had quite uh, a few uh, incidences there where you've been uh, almost bed bound. With, we had a back injury there not so long back. Um, how did you manage to get around that? Or uh, how did you cope with all of that when you were. It was a horrific injury, actually. I put three discs out. There was central and paracentral tears and nerves impinged. I ended up in an ambulance and off to hospital. Couldn't walk. Um, it I was it, three weeks it took for me to realise okay, I actually can't walk now. But I was training for three weeks because I was told by the doctor it's not your discs, it's, it's obviously a ligament. You just keep, keep mobile. So eventually, anyway, it just got too much and called an ambulance. So it turned out to be pretty serious. I can't pinpoint what happened, but I'm going to say stupidity on my behalf. I wasn't warming up properly. I wasn't wearing a belt and I was lifting too heavy. Okay. Um, lifting heavy is fine as long as you're warmed up and your body is prepped and you're belted up. Mm. It, it was nobody's fault but my own. Um, I suppose I got too confident with my lifting. I was lifting heavy deadlifts and I was doing too, and I wasn't resting. I was training too much. I was training five days a week, sometimes two sessions a day. Um, I learned so much from that injury though it was actually the best thing now that ever happened to me even though I went through horrific pain for like 11 weeks I took 11 weeks out of training I was told I wouldn't train again um, but I took 11 weeks out and I went slowly back into it and I'm doing everything I was doing back then Mm. but better I always warm up I, I mean I don't lift heavy so I don't need to wear a belt anymore I still deadlift all the time but I never go above I would never go above 80 now ever and I do maybe higher reps Whereas before I was doing like two reps, mm. do you know what I mean? Max, Five times, reps, yeah. but they were over a hundred. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and I know the men listening will go, oh, it's not heavy. No, no, it's no, heavy. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's your capabilities. Again, it's not down to the, the numbers on the, the thing, but what you're in. It felt do, heavy, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, so I think it's making that connection, isn't it, between the exercise and the mind oh. and prepping yourself prior to doing it. I think we have a tendency to kind of just rush in and do it. Just, I, I loved deadlifting, so I'd go to the gym, I'd sit on the bike for five, six minutes, I'd get off, do a bit of a torso rotation and start deadlifting. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, there was no real... There was no real build up to it, activation so. going mm-hmm. on anywhere. Mm-hmm. 
So now when clients come into me and I've had a few and they say, look, I've had a back injury. I'm like, okay, what happened to you? What was your injury? How long were you out? Tell mm-hmm. me all about it. Whereas years ago, because I never suffered with backache, I'd say, of course you did. Because you know, everyone has a bit of a sore back from time to time. Let's go training. Mm-hmm. I was listening. I was taken on board, but I wasn't really listening. Mm-hmm. Now I hear people when they tell me, I have a backache. Let's talk about your backache in yeah, detail. Yeah. You know, so I'm more... Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's key, isn't it? It's finding out what exactly is the issue and working around it as opposed to saying we can't do anything. Oh, you can always do something. Always. And yeah. you, like, strangely, like... I was told to never deadlift again. Um, but I don't believe that deadlifting is bad for your back. Mm. I believe if you do it properly with a really it's tight technique. core, yeah, yeah and it, it is good for you. It does mm. strengthen you up. I'm doing it all the time and I have no back issues. There are days, you mm. know, and it's like, oh, it's a bit, you know, dodgy today. So I lay off the deadlifts and I lay off the weights. I think it's a brilliant point you made there because I think what people don't do, and it's one thing I've learned as I've got older, obviously, is to listen to the body. Oh yeah. Years ago, I go in and it was about oh the guy alongside me is pushing uh, fifty kilo. Oh, I have to I do have fifty kilo do now. I have to yeah. do fifty five. You know, it was yeah. a constant competition thing. Mm. Like I've taken weights off guys and I've given them back lighter weights and they can't do them right because the technique has changed. Yeah, Because yeah. they're now doing it the way they're supposed to do. I know. They're activating muscles and joints that they yeah. didn't do before. Now they're isolating areas where before it was the entire body was swinging. You can and, do and a lot of good work with just a band. Oh, absolutely. Do you yeah. know, you don't even need the weights. You can do a lot of good work with your body, you know, so you don't yeah. necessarily need weights or a lot of... I suppose that goes back to even my own transformation. At the time, I'd, I was nearly, what, 18 stone? And I was actually doing the boot camp with you guys at the time. I'll never forget it. Um, and what I did was I said, right, I'm going to specifically work on diet, nutrition, but I'm going to also just do my kettlebells, my my gym ball uh, two dumbbells and a treadmill and that's all i said i'm going to do that because i'm going to do it like a, the style of boot camp that i would do and boom i got in great shape yeah. doing your boot camp just doing that yeah it was amazing yeah. like so we were doing it for about two years let's say in total were we we were consistent we were doing two yeah, nights yeah. a week for for a good while it was really good that's what it's about isn't it consistency, consistency is everything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Consistency. so i suppose on, on that note i mean injury is it's not a stopper it's a case no. of how can i move around it and keep moving yeah absolutely it's keep moving yeah, yeah and there's always other things like if someone is 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 really badly injured obviously you stop you rest you listen to yourself like you can swim you know yeah, if you have a sore yeah. back you swimming is really good yeah walking is perfectly fine you know yeah absolutely um i i suppose one of the things i would uh like to ask you is um do you like to train on your own or do you like to train uh with a partner or you know does it really bother you in that respect no it doesn't i the the way i work is i would do the class before i give it so i write up the class i do it myself and then i change certain things i time it and so I'm used to working out on my own. Mm. Every now and again, I'd ring one of the guards, they come down and meet me and train with me or whatever. Um, and then on a Friday morning, I join in on the session. I'm going to train with the trainer Friday morning. So it doesn't bother me. I'll yeah. come down, I have my own motivation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'll come down, I'll train away, it's fine. It doesn't bother me. Is there anyone then in the kind of industry, I suppose, that you'd kind of look up to, admire, kind of people who you could kind of, you know, um, I suppose, point... I suppose the listeners in the, the direction of them or even online or you know books or anything like that or you know who you'd looked up to or admire you know when you were kind of even starting off or as you are progressing now through your journey in this 
I suppose obviously, like I do, I admire your training and the. And I went to your bodybuilding shows and you got in unbelievable shape. That's very, to get in that shape is impressive. I know the work it takes to build one bicep. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it was biceps all over your body. You know, so it does take a lot of work and it takes dedication. Um, Adrian O'Brien would be a big influence on me. I did my work experience with him Excellent. out in our Patrick. He's fantastic at, um, I suppose, making up exercises and putting sessions together sure. and um, he's a good gym out there in Patrick so I go out every now and again we did a kettlebell course with him um, he's a good philosophy as well good. about life okay. and about food and nice. about balance and you know so I suppose um, and then I admire my clients actually mm. really more than anything else they come down and they do like tough sessions yeah. I do the sessions myself they're not easy yeah. they're not meant to be easy if it yeah. was easy everyone would be doing it sure. do you know so they come down and they, they give 100% yeah. you know week in week out so I suppose yeah for, that's for me, the greatest learning isn't it to see them develop yeah. and watch them progress and then hear what's going on in their lives and seeing how they get through it you know absolutely and the fact that they've turned up and they're standing in front of you time and time again it's amazing it's unbelievable yeah. and my mother obviously was very sick the last year and they were fantastic. Every one of them would text and ask at class, How's your mother? Wow. Thank yeah. God she's doing really well now. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. she's a fantastic woman. She just had big surgery and she's cancer free. It's, it's a bit it's, of very unusual. I, I'm sorry now, I don't want to dig too deep, and I, it might be something you don't really want to talk too much about, but it was just a very fascinating. Um, when you were telling me about it the last day, I was blown away by the type of cancer it was. Yeah, a very fit woman, a very healthy woman, never drank, never smoked. Her diet was always good she does like her a few biscuits with her cup of tea but that aside um she had, Irish mammy. an Irish mammy very typical <laughs> I suppose she had eight kids and for me she wasn't a stressed woman mm. but eight children is a very stressful situation to put yourself in for for 40 years yeah do you know yeah, so she yeah. was extremely busy her whole life um she never took a moment to herself she was always on the go um she got omentum cancer yeah. She was diagnosed with stomach and bowel cancer originally, and then they said no, that you have omentum cancer. That's the layer of fat, I suppose, that covers all our organs. They, it was very, it's very rare. Yeah. So they decided to give her chemo because an operation would be too risky. But the chemo worked so well, they decided to give her an operation to see could they remove her omentum and eradicate the cancer, which is something they told her originally. You hmm. will not be cured. We will just um, monitor your cancer. We were devastated from this very young woman and they gave her the surgery Monday two weeks ago and the surgeon came in and told me that um, she's now cancer free they got rid of the it's omentum incredible. and her cancer is gone wow. so she's at home recovering now and she's brilliant what amazing mm. and it's obviously down to her lifestyle and they wish. told her that they mm. told her that the fact that she'd never been on medication never had an operation and never been in hospital yeah. and very um, active. very active woman mm. Absolutely, yeah. And, and like you said, I mean, oh, she really kind of indulged in was it maybe a biscuit or two, you know? Yeah, is it, you know, digestives with her cup of tea. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, you know, so I suppose she did look after herself all her life. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. It does go to show you that even though you look after yourself, that you're not, um, it's not something you can escape quite no. easily. You know, I mean, no. that's something people need to be aware of. But at least you give you're yourself a You're offsetting it, I think. If you, yeah. if you eat well, you know, and move... I think you're you're offsetting your chances a little bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But if you look at if you take her now as an example, and if she led a bad lifestyle, she was you don't whatever, understand yeah, it. Yeah. Well, maybe getting it, yes. Mm. But 
her chances afterwards would have been slimmer. Oh, absolutely. They wouldn't have operated on her mm. if she was an unhealthy woman on all sorts of medication. Mm. They wouldn't have operated on her. And she's like one of two people in the country. Oh, isn't yeah, yeah. They like, did. They they said they've no, never done this before. No, he's like, heard of it only once before. It's the mental cancers. So, yeah, and there's only been one operation ever been yeah, done, isn't there? taken out the omentum. Yeah, yeah I saw a picture of her there the other day and I was like, oh, that woman does not look like she's... No. She just looks like she's sat sitting she, at the side t- of her. 24 hours later, she was up walking around the ward. Well, slowly, that's but she was up walking around the ward. She's an inspiration. She's yeah. I mean, anyone pulled from that, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, I, I won't keep much longer. Just a quick one. Any favorite quotes? Anything in that springs to mind that um, you kind of somewhat live by? Not, not diet and exercise related, but I always say you're only as good as your word. That's massive for me. If you say you're going to do something, just do it. That's it. It's very simple. Yeah. Do you know, I can't yeah. handle people that Live say... Live by example almost. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. like uh, we'll go and do a mountain on Sunday. Yeah, just do the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No you excuses. Know, just do it. Love yeah. it, love it. Listen, just, thanks so much, Trisha. Really no appreciate bother. it. And uh, we'll definitely have to get you on again for a, a longer stint. Thank sure. you so much. No bother, you're very welcome. That was brilliant. Hopefully there wasn't too much background awesome. noise now in the back and then kids more. Uh, I would say 